shut your pie hole! Down. Talking about my generation Just because we get around Talking about my generation Things they do look off so cool Talking about my generation They ain't got the red, green and gold Talking You're scraping the barrel, man Huh? Scraping the barrel, asking me to be here You're our number one guest is he also your number one listener? Or? No, he doesn't uh, listen. No, I don't listen ever. Uh, he doesn't he d- listen to my podcast. I don't listen to his. I've That's how it works. I've listened to yours. Okay, what was the last movie we just did? Venom. Venom. I just listened. <laughs> <laughs> Before that, it was the Fleetwood Mac Touché. show. Tusk. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've listened to yours, but you guys get... Uh, you have 189 on 89, your... 190 was already done, so this is 191. Oh. Let's do it professional. No, nah, then people would think they tuned into the wrong show. <laughs> Most people already think that. They're Episode. like, what the f- am I listening to? I should pass Hey, hey, this. language, language, you filthy, filthy gerbil. He knows his letters. That's that's about all you need. No, I got it. I got it. Yeah, all perfect. 24 of them. Yeah. No. How many are there? How many letters in the, in the alphabet? 11. Is it, no, 20, 26? Yeah. Is it tw- you know, I'm not joking. Is it honestly it is. 26? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I graduated high school. That's what, what? You no. need to know. Okay, okay we got to start. I thought we did I, I need four show, minutes I need, ago. I need to show for this week. Well, wow, you are scraping the barrel. You ain't lying. Thanks for tuning in to the Mile High Show. My name is Matt Santos. This is episode number one ninety one, and we are at the man cave, the the thirteen year old adults' home, Pee Wee's Playhouse. Pee Wee's Playhouse. And if you know anything about Paul Rubens, that is more accurate than you would you would think. I'll just think about his time in Florida, and that is what happens. In the man cave here at Hinshaw headquarters. Normally, it's just one room in a house. It's just the entire place. No, this is the entire house. I was reluctant to touch the refrigerator knob. Do not use the toaster, and never ever drink coffee made made by uh, by Matt Hinshaw here. Now, I did a podcast one time in Matt's house in his old place there, the the duplex there off of uh, Robert and Spouse. Oh, yeah. One <laughs> one weekend when he when he was out of town. And I was going by to feed the uh, the Boba Fett, and uh, I I just I don't know I, I never and I, I never aired it. It was the intro to a podcast that I had already done, and I just walked around and described it, what I saw. <laughs> and I'm not joking. I let somebody listen to it, and they go, they're, they're not going to believe you." But it was accurate what I saw. <laughs> was I, it I it was everything that was in. His I haven't thing. heard it. Um, it was what it was in his refrigerator. It was my leftover beer, a piece of cheese, not a pack of cheese, a piece of cheese, <laughs> and a, uh, a, 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 I think there was some water. Technically, craft singles are not cheese. Yeah, they're not cheese. <laughs> craft yellow Product. food stuff. And then I walk through his room of dolls, <laughs> and it was, uh, it was not, not a pretty sight. For those of you that wonder why Matt Hinshaw is single, stop on by his house 
and he's got a wall of DVDs, a wall of dolls, and a complete room of dolls, and then a uh, a spare room where Mama Hinshaw is right now sleeping, and she won't come out. That is not true. Half of that wall is video games. Uh, video games, video tapes. Do they make tapes? They don't make tapes anymore, do they? I no, I don't so. think so. What's you, a, know, what's a, okay. you know, the back in the day, that thing that they came out with in the 60s was called Pong? No, it was in the 80s, 70s. And I had Pong it. was the 70s? I thought Pong it was, was late 60s. Nope, Pong was the 70s. Well, I had see, one. so you're, a ga- you're the original gamer. So don't yeah. hate on me for being a gamer. No, I didn't get it till the 90s. But He's a little slow. This is, we were joking about it earlier, but this is the worst nightclub I've ever been in. Mm-hmm. The only appetizers is a, bol- b- a bag of checks. We had to throw one away because it was completely stale. You hear that? At least these are crunchy. He's doing ASMR now. No, the last bo- <laughs> the last bag of checks mix I ate, I could blow a bubble with it. They were so wilted and mm-hmm. stale. They were chewy. Well, you should have eaten more the last time you were here. Maybe they wouldn't have gotten so stale. I think we brought those over from the old house on Spouse and Robert. I'm pretty sure those have been in my house since the Prescott house. Okay, so... It's at least two or three houses ago. I I like that place behind Circle K. It was very convenient. (laughs) I know. I missed that place. It was a piece of shit, but it was... Language! I I just cussed because this isn't my podcast. Write that down. At seven minutes and 25 seconds, just we're going to have to word put out. A, Just say it was a piece. We're just going to have to bleep it right out because you are a filthy, filthy individual. I pretty much am. You are a bad influence for the young man sitting across from us. If you don't know who I'm talking about in the man cave, the perpetual 15-year-old with the doll room, that is, of course, Mr. Matt Hinshaw of the Real Film Nerds podcast and of Hinshaw Photography who is the official photographer of the Northern Arizona Suns, who are about to hit up uh, hit up season play soon, as well as the past few years and p- possibly future years of the uh, of the uh, Phoenix uh, or Arizona Rattlers of the Indoor Football League. Um, and what else? Bergamini Group. I said it correctly. Yep. I usually stumble over that. Bergamini Group. What's the website? What's the social media? Welcome to Prescott.com. At the Bergamini Group everywhere, at Welcome to Prescott, I think, and Prescott. We own lots Prescott. of those. Prescott.com, I think. No, I don't no, think I we th- have Prescott. I'm pretty Do sure Prescott. Google it. I think too? I think Brad owns that. Yeah, interesting. Brad. I know we have lots of URLs. And since Brad has never sponsored this show, I will say it outright: Brad's pretty much an internet whore. He he owns like many many uh, URLs for yeah. the for the. For the area. Now, joining us... Are you going to drink that whole thing? I can get you a glass oh, no, not at so all. that I can share. I, you don't know. I've got a jug of Kool-Aid in front of me. Uh, joining wow. uh, joining myself and Matt Hinshaw is... Introduce yourself, Mr. College Boy. I'm Michael Hodges. I'm uh, Matt's nephew. Uh, and currently, I'm living in Flagstaff. I go to NAU studying music education. Okay, this is a music education. That's that's a, a a key point right there plus you're at NAU, the home of the Lumberjacks. Let's take a break, Matt. We're going to let Michael sing the school song for NAU. Go. Ooh, it got quiet. I'm supposed to know the school song? What? Yes, you are. What is it? Make one up. Actually, I do not fight 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 for NAU. You can Take sing better than this. Come on. It uh, stop. Start over. Fight, fight, fight for NAU. Take the ball and follow through. 
lead the blue and gold to fame as we win another game. Not really. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, they won last night, right? Yeah, true. They beat a team that was 4-0, and right? Was uh, that last night or yeah. today? No, it was yesterday, right? It was Weber State, yep. Where? It's in Utah. Weber's no, not a state. Weaver? Weber. Weber. Mm-hmm. It's in Utah. You made that up just now. You made it up as we were talking. What? You made that up, didn't you? Weber? Yeah, it's Is that Weber. Real? Weber State, yep. Yeah, it's actually in Ogden, Utah. Ogden, Utah. The, the big catchphrase if you ever go to the, a... What's their, uh, what's their mascot? I think it's a wildcat. Oh, okay. But, Great day to be a Wildcat. Chico <laughs> State. I used to say that a lot when I was at Chico. Chico's Never went state. there. Just spent a lot of time at Chico State. Great day to be a Wildcat. <laughs> Me and Boozer and Joe Devaney. Joe Devaney's dad was a judge in Danville. And uh, So you knew him well. No, I knew, I knew Jody real well. And uh, anybody that knew Joe Devaney would not have guessed his dad was a judge. <laughs> He had a lot. Joe had a lot of fun. So they would guess his dad was a judge because no. he got him out of all the fun. No. Hey, um, so Michael, tell us. Pretend he's not here. Please do. Pretend he's not here because listeners of this show, regular listeners, both of them, uh, they know Matt Hinshaw because he's been a frequent guest here. He's been talked about. He's talked about on on many shows, uh, usually in the in the. Uh, form of, you know, don't let this happen to you kind of things, uh, both career and fashion and decorative. Just uh, life in general. Life in general. My I think he's made an appearance garbage. on Hoarders, too, maybe. Yeah. 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 Wow. No, <laughs> Hoarders joking. says we can't do that. Nobody no. will believe it. Um, <laughs> so, but pretend he's not here because the listeners know him already. Let us know, as as a young adult, as a college freshman, as a young man, as a young American, how bad of an influence was he growing up to uh, you? Was it, was it as bad as we believe? Well, see, it starts with the music taste. I finally started to kind of... <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, because I know his music taste. It's horrible. <laughs> There's not a Tom Waits CD in the bunch. Wow. Well, see, the only thing is it made me really angry all the time. So, <laughs> Honestly, I've gone on road trips with him. I listen to his music. I get angry, too, but probably for a whole different reason. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the anger issues come from your mother. That, too. <laughs> wait, wait, like, like inherited or because of her? Both. Oh, okay. <laughs> so what was you, you, this, this episode brought to you by Chex Mix, the crunchy snack. That makes your fingers stink. Go ahead. What, <laughs> what was he like? What, what was it like growing up with this Shrek as an uncle? So actually, we have had. Uh, so the the farthest back I remember mostly is like he he used to live in New Mexico, and actually that's one of the weirdest memories I can think of, or one of the. <laughs> I know exactly what you're gonna say. The fireworks, yeah. But I remember when you were born. So, so your yeah. earliest memory of this guy was when he was already out of college working for the. Well, where were you at? Where were you at? Gallup the Independent. Gallup Independent. Yeah. There's very vague memories. I think of when he was in college. Maybe I think I stopped by his apartment. Oddly once. enough, 
He has very vague memories of college as well. That's not true. I don't remember anything. <laughs> I did college right, unlike this young man over here. Who remembers at all? This, this episode also brought to you by the website DirtSearch.org, where you can find out criminal records of almost anybody in the United States. Go ahead, Michael Hodges. Wait, almost? <laughs> I was going to say, don't no. put my name in. You'll break it. <laughs> no, I have put your name in there. Have you? Yeah. <laughs> you know what? This is the beauty of being an old man. My stuff has not been digitized yet, <laughs> so I'm pretty clear on there. Go ahead, Michael. What was it like growing up with this fine, upstanding young man known as Matt Hinshaw as your uncle? So we actually did get to experience a few really cool things because he, he was a photographer in New Mexico for the longest time. and so um, The longest time was two years. <laughs> I've been in Prescott for Maybe it wasn't 11. the longest time. I was like Michael, seven. Let me interject here. I've been a photographer for 40 years. Longer go. than either of us have been alive. I've only been alive for 18, so... <laughs> Where's Mama Hinshaw when you need her? <laughs> Ma! I, come, come out! I need some Wayne Newton stories now! <laughs> go ahead. We'll get into this that later. This podcast is devol- <laughs> devolving fast. <laughs> uh, the, the biggest thing I remember from when he was in New Mexico, we had um, he had these neighbors, and we were launching off fireworks. And, and <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no. Tell the story right. I remember it vividly. So he knocked over the fireworks. I did not it- <laughs> knock them over. Okay, the neighbors next door, literally next door, and it's an interesting tie to someone you would know, too. The neighbor <laughs> next door, their kids who lived in another part of town had their kids and their grandkids over for 4th of July, and they were literally lighting fireworks in the middle of the street in the equivalent of a neighborhood of, say, like maybe not quite Timber Ridge, but like maybe like... Um, um, maybe like Hidden Valley Ranch. There's all kinds of pine trees all over the place. It was perfectly but not legal tons, too. But they were literally launching them in the middle of town. So right in like a, like a suburb, not yeah. not like in well, the wilderness of Chino or Paulden. But I wasn't in the suburb. I literally lived in downtown Gallup. I could walk from my so house. Even worse than a my suburb. backyard so was like- basically the town square. <laughs> and so uh, I could literally just walk to the town square. I mean, I had drunks pass out in my yard all the time, and I had to chase them off. I had my car broken into all kinds. Of <laughs> anyways, so they're literally language. <laughs> my goodness, <laughs> sixteen fifteen. You better. You my know, goodness. I, I, do you want me to get you a pen? You're gonna have to write all this down. Oh, you're there's just a lot more coming. Filthy, filthy mouth, New Mexican Ian. Except for I've spent more time in Arizona. So, anyways, they were launching off the fireworks. The neighbor's adult children, who were older than me, and their kids were there, the neighbor's grandkids. And they were launching the fireworks, and the grandkids were watching. And one of the, one of the grandkids walked over, uh, was launching the uh, mortars out of the tubes, lit one, and purposely knocked it over. And the mortar shot down the road about 100 feet into my neighbor's yard in front of me. And lit their house on fire. <laughs> it was absurd. Go ahead, Michael. Finish your story. Uh, I don't remember much other. You don't other remember than, much like, other than that. Screaming. I remember you handed me your camera. You were yelling, handing me the camera because he had to go get a hose. And <laughs> well, that was the conundrum that I've, I've never witnessed to this day because this is the moment that all photographers, photojournalists, talk about when you witness something horrific happen. What do you do? Do you grab your camera or do you go and help? And Matt did both. And I did both. I oh, grabbed no, no, the no. camera and grabbed the hose and ran over there. That's just not right. As a photojournalist, you should have allowed... How old were you, Michael? Oh, uh, and seven. I, was, I was seven. 
And I was calling nine one one at the same time. You allow the seven year old to hold the hose. You document the whole thing. You let the neighbors call nine one one because the the longer it takes for the fire department and the first responders to get there, the more vivid your images are. And then you get the great human interest shot. <coughs> Excuse me, I'm still choked up about that four-letter word you uttered a few minutes ago. I'm verklempt. But you let, <laughs> the, you let the seven-year-old man the hose, and you get that stunning visual image of human travesty as this young man is saving the lives of the neighbors. You tried to do it all, so you inserted yourself in this story. You're not even a journalist. That's disgusting. I know. I was off the clock, too. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, I no, you let are, it burn. When you are a journalist, you are never off the clock. Well. <coughs> Anyways. <coughs> or sober. And then the uh, fire department shows up. <coughs> I'm joking. Who's going to save me? Hey, Michael, do you know mouth-to-mouth? Uh, not yet, no. Okay, learn it quick. I mean, you might need it very fast. You mean you didn't learn it from your girlfriend? No. She's nine. What do you expect? Oh, my God. <laughs> they do mouth-to-cheek. <laughs> you don't want to know which cheek. Hey, 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 language! <laughs> there wasn't even language in that one. No. 1904! <laughs> Filthy, filthy man. You did this. You did this. You should have just gone and hung out at Jackass. <laughs> language! language. <laughs> I did that one on purpose. I won't lie. <laughs> I specifically said that particular bar. So, Michael, as a young man growing up in Sierra Vista, Arizona, where wind and dust are free, you've, you lived... With this guy as your influence, it's no wonder you're you're this messed up. Yeah. Tell me about all this that's going on here. What drove you to seek solace and seek seek comfort in in a in a what are you a marching band? Yeah, it's a marching band and other. Oh my yeah. goodness! I know it says uh... that's like really warped, isn't it? Because I've heard stories. About what happens at at band retreats uh, and that band is is it as bad and is as depraved as as the general public is led to believe? Okay, at the at the um, opportunity to advertise for the LMB, I will say Go. no, it is not. It is not that bad. Actually, we are a very nice marching band. If you're from the Prescott area, you're thinking about going to college and you can play an instrument. The uh, LMB is looking for some new members. What it's a LMB? What, what? Lumberjack Marching Band. We're at NAU. Up in Flagstaff, it's a great experience if you're looking for another, maybe another credit to fill out your first years or whatever. It's it's a great experience. A lot of people don't have to be a music major to do it. It's just a lot of fun. Play at every single home game. We actually got to go to UTEP this year too. That's in Texas. It was a lot of fun. Uh, we so norm- we're an FCS team, so we're a little bit below like ASU U of A football wise, but we played an FBS team, which is what ASU U of A are, and we actually beat their fo- uh, uh, we beat UTEP. It was. It was a great game. It was really okay, fun. So you're saying we beat. So, like, third quarter, do you get to get, to get out on the field and oh. hit the quarterback over the head with a trombone? What's actually what's going on? The coach of the uh, the football team likes to say how great of an influence we are. So that's why I think I'm allowed to say we. He loves us there. So that's another plus. Hopefully he's there another, another few years. He was, he was thinking about retiring after this year. But Does he need a new coach? No, no. At NAU, no. He's been there for years. It's Coach okay. Sauer. Yeah, he's been there for a okay, while. They got a new 
Maybe it's defensive coach. I'm not sure. Because a buddy of mine, J.C. Anderson, he's a comic up in Flagstaff, used to be one of their coaches. And the coach he was reporting under has, is a new one. So I think they, they did yeah. some revamping a little bit in the staffs. But I was just kidding, of course. Oh, yeah, I said of course. Yeah. About you, you. Because when, as a – and I've been to college, obviously, m- hundreds of high school games. But even college and even in the pros – when they have the the mascots and the the um, what do you call them like the the not the spirit squads but the you know the in arena people that get mm-hmm. the crowds fired up when you are in an arena whether it indoors for basketball outdoor stadium for for baseball but especially football when the crowd really turns and gets really fired up it can change the dynamic oh, of a game. Definitely. And at college level, the band is really responsible for that. Oh, yeah. We're very loud. It's a lot of... Yeah, it is. And, I, of course, I was just joking when I was oh, saying Oh, of course. It. But yeah. because it is, you guys are part of the team. You can change the dynamic when you have, you know, tens of thousands of people, you know, 10,000, 5,000, you know, 15,000, whatever, or in a in an arena or a... Uh, a coliseum type atmosphere. There might be fifty thousand people there, really just hammering this squad of twenty-two. It can really change the dynamics. Oh, yeah. And I'll put myself in there, having been on the sidelines for Raider games. Were you over the water the years. boy? No, I was shooting pictures. At Ramos. <laughs> no, they don't let me carry water because they, they got to <laughs> check all the liquids. That I'm <laughs> they got to make sure it's still water. That's not water. It's clear, but it's not water. Um, but having been on the sidelines for like Raider games, and mm-hmm. NFL teams hate playing at the Oakland Coliseum. Oh yeah, it is the Raider Nation. It is the pit. It is it is the black hole because the fans get so riled up. It can change the whole dynamic of how you play your game. So how now? You, you mean you mean hated past tense? No, they're still there. No, didn't they move the no, Raiders? Not no, yet. Two not year, yet. Two, two years away. Years? Two years uh. away. Um, and then it'll be close. We can head up the highway four hours away to Vegas. We see, can see but I'm not allowed in Vegas anymore. <laughs> I hate Vegas. They got they got my poster up in places. <laughs> so, at, at, how long have you been over there? Wait, you just started NAU, right? Yeah, I just started. So I've played at about I think five games now. Four. Oh, games. Nice. Yeah. All right. Tell me about your college experience so far. It's brand new to you. I want to hear how you are adapting because you do come from a, a smaller town. Oh, yeah. Sierra Vista. How many in Sierra Vista? What's the population? Right now, I 20, think we're 30, right around 40. Yeah. 40,000. How much of that is military? With, well, when I grew up, uh, we were at 25. 25 with military or yeah. no? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How many non military? How many, like, uh, in, in indigenous, I don't know how would you call that. Would you? Wow! No, Sierra I mean, what would you? Yeah, Sierra, uh, Sierra Vistians. Uh, I'd say maybe what? It's gone up because the is military it, is, has scaled back. Is big about big. half, yeah, about half, probably, so, if not more. Yeah. So it's a fairly small town, isolated south, uh, the southern end of Arizona. I've been there once, got lost, mm-hmm. uh, got lost coming. That's kind of difficult, but no, trust me, <laughs> this is a whole other story. Rob maybe was involved, the comic out of Phoenix. We went to a Doug Stanhope show in Bisbee, oh, okay. and then I had to come back to Sierra Vista where I was staying, 
and I made it almost to Tucson before I realized I had to turn around and come back. Anyway, that's a whole other story. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a it's a smaller town. They're very secluded. And yeah, and isolated. It's not like um, well, like I grew up in a small town, but it was surrounded by a bigger metro area. Or you take yeah. the Phoenix area, you might have what's a smaller town in in the Phoenix metro like Gilbert. Mesa, uh, Gilbert. Yeah, say Gilbert is Abedale, a smaller area, Glendale. but you don't know when you're going from you know one municipality to another because they all kind of blend together. Yeah, well, and that's an a new away. development. Yeah, Phoenix used to be you could tell. Yeah, especially if you you know we go get my mom out of there that's hiding. She could tell you all about it. Like she used to. Then we'd have now, to. We'd wear out that beat button. I know she's, she's a filthy she's mouth. Ru- where do you think I got it from? Yeah, it's horrible. But it's, just, it's disgusting, Mama Incha. Disgusting. <laughs> she used to tell me stories when I was at ASU of uh, Scottsdale Road in Shea, where <laughs> my brother-in-law's favorite restaurant, Portillo's, is located. Yeah. Um, Scottsdale Road in Shea was nothing was there. And it was all dirt, including the roads, when yeah. my mom was growing up and in college. And that's how and that's it was, how much it's grown. That's how it was where I grew up when my mom was a kid, because I grew up very close to where my mom and dad grew up. But as I was there, and especially now, you know, San Leandro bleeds into San Lorenzo, Hayward, Fremont, Union City. It's just all kind of, it all becomes kind of one. Mm-hmm. Sierra Vista is still isolated. It's a little small highway off the ten. You hit Sierra Vista, and it's nothing until you get to Sierra Vista. I mean, we're we're building a little bit, you know, like little yeah. things we're kind of adding here and there. But it's still, I mean, it's still an hour away before you get yeah. to an actual big town. Or just one little nap while you're driving, and you end up in a, again, mm-hmm. another story. So now you've come up from there to Flagstaff. You're at NAU, the home of the uh, the Lumberjacks. The home of the Southside Tavern, who hosted the Mile High Show last week for, for the uh, Big Pine Comedy Festival. Yeah, this is your first time not living in Sierra Vista. You're in- how is no, it? You lived uh, that one time when they moved when you were really that was, that was in really Kansas. Little. That's not any better either. Yeah, that one was like <laughs> I was going to say you haven't lived anywhere else other than Sierra Vista, other than that time you were over there for mm-hmm. what, like two months. A month, so how yeah. is yeah. it at NAU? How is it at Flagstaff for you? So it's definitely. I mean, obviously, it's definitely very different compared to Sierra Vista. It's like, uh, I mean, I'm walking a lot more than I did in Sierra Vista, that's for sure. But there's a lot more to do. I'm afraid I'm going to get fat because there's a Five Guys, like, right by the, the <laughs> dorm. So, but um, it's kind of cool. I, I, I'm actually able to, like, pursue other hobbies now. Like, there's an actual comic shop there. We didn't really have anything as good as the one they have there in Sierra Vista. What's the name of that comic shop? Let's just uh, give them a shout out because yeah, they're pretty out awesome. Because I had I had only been there a handful of times before I took you there. Shout out to Cab Comics. It's um across the street from I think it's the Chili's on Milton. So definitely check them out if you're in the area in Flagstaff. It's really close to the university too. And so. then um uh one of my good buddies that I've known since the day I moved here, who hosts his own podcast, which I'm on coming up sooner rather than later i think but mr dave Beatty was recently at cab comics doing uh sketches and signing autographs and things for one of their big events they had there recently what's dave's podcast oh he's got a bunch he has um basically hunt down dave Beatty on facebook 
because he's cut back on putting his stuff on YouTube. He does mostly video podcasts, but YouTube is real finicky with right stuff. And Dave likes to uh, put up images from comic books of artists he talks about. He likes to put up some clips of shows, like when he talks about the Incredible Hulk TV show and things. And it's him and Jan Mark Quinsberg, who is uh, also another comic guy out of uh, Sedona. But yeah, there's retro, retrospective, and then the, his new podcast, his audio only, is what Rogues Radio. I yeah, think? Rogues Radio podcast, which but is getting some really good traction. He does like three different ones. Rogues Radio is his audio only, and that's where he actually interviews other um, comic book artists, creators, people that are in the industry. I think still, and then his other ones are kind of you know video based, uh, movie based, uh, just kind of all over the place, just kind of nerd culture. Yeah, another podcast that I've never been invited on, but that's okay. That and real film nerds. Sorry. Yeah, except for, you know, he did our very first legacy cast ever, which was kind of a disaster, but. I liked it. I enjoyed it. There's a reason. We We did it here. That's why. Yeah, we did it here. We watched Pee Wee Herman and we talked through the whole movie and recorded. It was fun. I had a good time. What's that one? Something. Put that mic in front of your face. (laughs) What's wrong with one, you? That one space show where they review movies or something like that? Mystery Science. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, was gonna, <laughs> no, what? I was the human. You were the robot. <laughs> That's about right. Okay, so uh, let's plug away because I just spent a week in Flagstaff and I had a great time, I think. Where's your favorite hamburger place? Have you found one yet? Because I'm a big fan of the Bun Huggers. I've been going there <laughs> since uh, Mike was up there. and I, I was very Mike. surprised to find out that that was a burger joint. Oh, dude, it's <laughs> it's delectable. They yeah, do. but look at the name. I, th- I thought it's it was a college. Going in. We I, hug everything. I thought, I thought I was club. going into some other establishment oh. and uh, walking. I got a bunch of singles. What do I know? <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> you got to keep people employed. I understand. And it is next to the college, so it makes sense it could have been a strip joint. But I love bun huggers. I've been going there no, since. It is good. I was you know, joking. I've eaten there. Oh, I, I like it. But Michael, Michael is a hamburger connoisseur. His nickname growing up as a child was Wimpy uh-huh. because the only thing he would ever <laughs> eat from a young child, I mean, we're talking this from is the anywhere. Teat, like he wouldn't even drink milk out of the bottle. We had to give nope, him a cheeseburger. It was burger grease. He he was all about a cheeseburger. <laughs> no, right, I will right, tell you. Be? Last year, when I was at Big Pine Comedy Festival 2017, our kind of home base was the Southside Tavern. Great spot, excellent food, and they had they they've revamped their menu a little bit this year. They're specializing in pizza, <laughs> and I tell you. Excellent, excellent pizza at the Southside Tavern. Uh, and and uh, uh, Dylan, the bartender over there, bar manager, excellent fella, great guy, took care of us the whole week. Uh, best place for coffee, Fire Creek Coffee. Love that. Do you drink coffee, Mike? No, nah, I'm not a coffee person. <laughs> I don't like you again. What's wrong with you? He's related to me. True, he never... Well, he drinks it, but he hates it. Me? Yeah, don't you? I don't hate it. I'm not a coffee aficionado, but I drink it every day, and I set a limit, unlike Mr. Santos over here. I set a limit. I limit myself. I drink coffee responsibly. Three pots. That's my limit. After that, no. Be responsible. And not the pots like mine, not the little pots. Like legit, like like gallon pots, right? Yeah, he just pulls the pot off, (laughs) sticks a straw in it, and then climbs in the car and goes to work. No, I do not. Yeah, I know. You don't No, work. I do not. <laughs> I drink it right there on my couch. 
It's great. <laughs> Fire Greek coffee is great for coffee. Um, the Weatherford Hotel. <coughs> Jeez, what the hell is wrong with you? I'm allergic to dolls, I think. I don't know what's going on. I don't know. I, I've been having problems with allergies here, too. The Weatherford my Hotel. my dad couldn't sleep last night because of allergies. The Weatherford Hotel, right around the corner from the Orpheum. Great breakfast. Great spot to eat breakfast. I wasn't anticipating it because it's kind of a touristy spot. You know, mm-hmm. it's a landmark place there. To be kind of pricey, it wasn't. It was great. It was nice. It was It was fairly reasonable. It was a lot of fun. See, as far as reasonable burgers go, I, I think <laughs> Not I'll have reasonable. To, what is your favorite well, burger? My favorite burger still, I mean... Of the ones I've tried, it's still definitely Bun Huggers. I mean, nice. I, I take whenever I have people visit me up in Flagstaff. Most times, unless they have been there before, I'll, I'll take them to Bun Huggers. It's just, it's definitely my favorite place. Well, uh, the one that I still keep telling you go to, but you can't take full advantage of for a couple more years is uh, Crystal Creek. They don't do hamburgers; they do sam- Subway sandwiches. Well, not Subway sandwiches; they do sandwiches. Oh, I've never sandwiches. been there. What's really cool about Crystal Creek is it's all hand, you know, done stuff, but uh, you can get a beer and a sandwich. Ooh. They have drafts. I hear this beer thing's yummy. I, I got to try that. I heard it's good. Michael, is it good being a college student of 18 years old? I mean, I, I'm i okay with being a college student of 18 years old. I haven't really gone to any parties or anything. See, we were just, asking about if you like beer. I know. I, no, I, I totally I, missed that. I, I missed it completely. Stay away from parties. All they will do is distract you from your your goal of getting your degree and learning and solidifying your 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 educational your educational foundation. That's what you need to do. That's why you're going to college, right? Right, Grandma. With Henshaw. And uh, if not, you end up becoming a photographer. Yeah, because yeah. I I went to college several times. Yeah, <laughs> none of it stuck. None of it. I honestly didn't have to pay for any of it. But I also went a lot. It was um, a lot of lot of uh, a lot of bad decisions were made for me in college, uh, and at college, and specifically in college parking lots and in alleys behind homes in colleges. A lot of bad decisions. Don't let that happen to you. Get yourself an education. I found out years ago that um, having a degree. Having letters behind your name is way more important than skill and experience. That's that goes ab- ab- above and beyond everything that you ever learned, right, Matt? No comment. Come on, think about it. <laughs> I can't. I can't because it still depresses me to this day. <laughs> you know, it's it's not it's not what I can do. It's what camera equipment I have and how cheap I can do it. And <laughs> I, I don't I don't care uh, how much are you going to charge me to shoot your wedding with an iPhone. I I have long (laughs) since understood that it doesn't matter how good you are at any given field. It doesn't matter how experienced you are at any given field. All that matters is whether you have a degree. So get your degree. What do you want to do? What do you want? You're in the you're in the you're in the band program now. You're in the music program now. Is that your major? He wants to to be the next lead singer of Metallica, right? I was come on, would <laughs> John Rush show up when I wasn't looking? What's going I on? I wish he and I should do a metal podcast. That would be awesome. 
Actually, that that is not that would be a bad idea. I know, it that would. That is not a bad Rust idea. Rust is cool. But it would have to be very specific. John Rust over at KYCA uh, Radio here in town, uh, therust.com, John J. Rust, author and, uh, and, uh, and, and man about town, <clears throat> John J. Rust, he, uh, he has a very specific metal uh, fetish, and I, I'll, I'm, I'm, it, it, I'm confident calling it a fetish. Mm-hmm. It has to be uh, metal based in uh, the Netherlands uh, with people screaming and lots of, uh, lots of pain involved. I, think I like that, to call this cookie monster music. Yeah. But. Yeah, he he uh Rust even listens to stuff that's pretty hardcore for me. I I'm more uh, uh neutral in the metal world, I guess you would say. I have like a large gamut of music compared to Rust. Rust and my brother-in-law would get along great. They're uh really big into what's known as the uh, Norwegian black death metal church burning scene. <laughs> so so Michael, your um your your major is music. Music education, yep. And what do you want to do with that? What's your goal? To, the goal is to end up being a, a band director, hopefully for quite a while at a high school. I, um, my, my band director from Buena High School in Sierra Vista, he's been there for like 30 years. So I'm hoping, hopefully if I end up with a master's or something like that. I'll and, and so up, you want to go into teaching to, mm-hmm. to, to mold these young minds into being great Great I mean, students and uh, and 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 analytical thinkers that use music to get to their goals. Yeah, I'm glad you said it that way because really a lot of people would. Well, no, I don't know. A lot of people feel like you have to be really dedicated to music if you're in band, even in high school. But really, the thing that um, is great about music in high school is it's a really good influence on grades for students. You know, they they just they're they're much more analytical thinkers. Yeah. They're they're very. It helps with a lot of studies. Are you studies. sure it's not just an easy A? <laughs> no. Well, you think that's about why it. I took it. Well, you think about it. How many high school football players make it to the NFL? Exactly. Very few. One out of a safe to say hundred thousand, maybe. I don't know this. I, I would say, but it'd be pretty high. Yeah. How many students in chemistry become chemists as professions? How many? Music students in high school band become professional musicians. Very few. Mm-hmm. But what does as a as a you know a a second baseman on a high school f- baseball team? You may never make it to the, the major leagues, but it teaches you things like teamwork. It te- teaches you things like relying on your your fellow teammates. It teaches you discipline. Discipline. It teaches you all those things. So when when people think of a major in college. They often think of well, that's what I'm going to do as a as a vocation. <clears throat> Great if you can do it. Mm-hmm. In your case, you want to kind of twist that around as as the mentor and try try and try and teach others how to use music as a way to uh, to formulate whatever you decide to do in life. I mean, music just, I mean, at least when I was in high school, it really kind of created a great foundation for a really solid work ethic. I mean, and um, also uh, we had. I think out of the past four years, we had at least two valedictorians come out of the band at my school. You know, so nice. it's, it's a very it's impressive how much that band program can really affect how students do in classes. It's it's amazing. Well, nice. That's nice. And Flagstaff's such a beautiful area, 
Such a great place to hang out. Like I said, because we're going to let them sponsor it again. Big Pine Comedy Festival takes place there every fall in Flagstaff. It's a lot of fun. Just stay away from the railroad tracks. No deaths this year. Hey, Thank you. That's a La- win. No, last year, some guy died on the railroad tracks in the middle of the festival. It was pretty bad. Oh. Dude, <laughs> Anthony Decimito was right in front. <laughs> it's, it's a very, very, very common occurrence of Flagstaff. Yeah. Um, that was one thing. You know, my, my buddy... Uh, Mysterious Mike, my co-host on The Real Film Nerds, went to NAU. And it's an extremely common occurrence because downtown and the bars are on one side of the tracks. The college is on the other. So you're sober when you go downtown. You're drunk coming back. And a lot of people uh, do fall asleep on the tracks or think they can outrun a train or trip and fall or whatever. It's a serious problem there. So what we take the takeaway from that story is if you're going to run across a train, throw your trombone at it. Yeah. Let it hit that. It'll slow it down. Speaking of near-death experiences... But he doesn't even play trombone. Why no. do you keep saying trombone? I don't know. I don't know. He plays the, the oboe. It's the, the marching oboe. I don't even know what an oboe is. I just I know what a trombone is. Now, we talked about your influences here on this, whatever this is, in this, he, whatever this is we're sitting at me in. in my and, and your awesome home. home. Uh, but another home. influence, uh, a strong influence in your family has been your grandparents. Definitely. Grandma, who's hanging out down by the hall, won't come out. Well, tell us what happened with her and Wayne Newton. I want to know the so, dirt between her and Wayne Newton. She's told me this story very uh, quite First a few off, times. First off, you thought his name was Wayne Mitten. No, I was just <laughs> joking about that. But, um, yeah, Donka Shane! Anybody who's seen Ferris Bueller knows Wayne Newton. Go uh-huh. ahead, Michael. So um, I'll be busy over there with my Kool-Aid. <laughs> so apparently she went to high school with the guy. I'm, I'm pretty sure he knows. It's a very margarita-looking Kool-Aid. About this story. But. <laughs> Go <laughs> talk about Wayne Newton. Go ahead. Tell the story of Wayne Newton. Well, I don't know it very well. He's I, probably heard this like, very like, well? I've heard it like 10 times. She He's probably heard it like, it like 30 million times. I'm not sure, but... I think I think he's better suited to tell the story. No, but see, I would rather have mom be mad at you than mad at me. <laughs> she's your grandma. Grandmas go nice on their grandkids. I'm not, you know, she's my mother. Because if you guys don't tell it, I'm just going to make one up. I mean, that, that so sounds guys... a lot more adventurous. But So I don't know the name of the high school, but uh, my it was mom... Phoenix, right? Yes, it was one of the Phoenix high schools, like legit downtown Phoenix high schools. I don't remember which one, but I do know it's still there to this day. And... uh Karen Despain, managing editor of the former managing editor of the, Cur- of the Courier, actually, I believe, went to the same high school as my mom, but many years before. So what you're saying is there was a threesome with Wayne Newton, Karen Despain, and your mom. Wow. Is that what I'm getting out of this? Wow. Come Language. clear this up, Mama. Wow. Come clear this up. I don't think she's coming out. It's going south. I like how he's yelling at the top of his lungs, too. She's probably yelling back, and you just can't hear it because the door's shut. (laughs) But, no, she went to high school with Mr. Wayne Newton, and Wayne Newton and my mom, as she likes to say it, she's going to get mad if she ever listens to this, but as she likes to say it, they both were kind of outcasts. Uh, Wayne Newton's older brother was the one that everybody loved and thought was great, and he Wayne Newton was in a band, and I think his older brother was in a band, too. But um, because my mom was, quote-unquote, according to her, a outcast, and so was Wayne Newton, they were 
pretty good friends. And they would hang out and they would go to dances together. And my mom would go and watch him and his band play and stuff like that all in high school. And then I don't know what happened. He got famous and moved away. And my mom continued and went to college. And But it, basically, they were good friends until he left. Wayne Newton, Mr. Las Vegas. Matt said earlier, Mom, this was your best friend. And she clarified that by saying, no, we were just friends. And if you can claim to be just friends with Wayne Newton, I think that's a pretty good, uh, pretty good accomplishment. But she always t- dials things down. Too. Yeah, that's my mom. She's always humble. Well, we are wrapping up because we have gone way too long, and I'm going to have to edit out all of Matt's filthy, filthy language. So your 45 minute long podcast will be down to seven minutes. About seven minutes. <laughs> we want to thank you for tuning in to the Mile High Show. All the back episodes are available at MileHighShow.com. Take a peek at our sponsor for today, Big Daddy's Barbecue in Chino Valley, Arizona. BDEBBQ.com. Follow them on social media. Their summer series for music on the Tiny But Mighty stage is over as of last week. But the food is still great. And prepare for next spring and summer where you can hear the best in local music and local singer-songwriters on the Tiny But Mighty stage at BDEBBQ.com. And special shout-out from the Burger Mini Group. Big Please. Daddy E's has been catering our client appreciation event for the past three years. And Eric continues to kill it. Did a great job. Not a bad word came out of a few hundred people. (laughs) He did a great job again. And check out the Raven Cafe at ravencafe.com in Prescott, Arizona, where they host on the third Thursday of every month an open mic featuring storytelling, poetry, music, and comedy where you just might see a familiar face and hear a familiar voice every now and then. It'll be taking place next week at the Raven Cafe on Cortez Street. And a special uh, shout-out to our unofficial sponsors for the last few weeks because I almost killed myself on the highway. Raw Custom Cycles out of Chino Valley, Arizona. They uh, took care of my bike. They do custom painting, custom work. And uh, and general repairs on both your two-wheel and four-wheel motor vehicles. Custom, uh, Raw Customs LLC. Uh, check them out on Facebook and like their page. Follow them on their social media. And, oh, what am I looking for here? Where's their website? Da, 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 give, me, give me some, uh, you're the music major. Give me some uh, Jeopardy music there. Da, 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 keep going, da, keep going. Da, 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 da. Keep going. I'm still, I'm still can't <laughs> Old people trying to Keep figure out how to work their smartphones. It's hilarious. I thought he was just doing this to torture Michael. <laughs> Google them! I don't know what their number is. I don't know what their website is. And thank you for Mama Hinshaw Grandma sitting in the back and we'll come out talking a podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Try to dig what we all say. Don't get about my generation. I'm about my generation, talking about my generation, I'm not trying